Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nazir daf Nun, and we're going to start on the bottom of 49b, where the Gemara tells us the following incident. Tan Rabban, the rabbis taught, Achar Ptiraso Shal Rabbi Meir, after Rabbi Meir died and his students were searching for another Rabbi to study with, Amr and Rabbi Yehuda with Talmida, Rabbi Yehuda said to his students, Let's not let Rabbi Meir's students come into our base medrash to study with us because these students are too critical. They're always trying to challenge us. Rashi in Kedushim, where there's a powerful story, says that these are people who always get us upset. They're just coming to nitpick, but not to actually study the Torah. They're coming to just harass me and to defeat me and to show that they're better than me in halacha. So they just want to show that they're sharper than me and they, and they want to say that nobody can defeat them. And nevertheless, even though that was the case, who was one of the Talmidei one of the expert students of Rabbi Meir, he came in and he came into the base medrash of Rabbi Yehuda and Amr Laham. And Sumchos said to Rabbi Yehuda, this is how Rabbi Meir taught me the following Mishnah that was above this in the Gemara. He says, These are the ritual impurities with which the Nazir is allowed to cut his hair. And he's able to cut his hair for a dead body, uh, meaning he say he's supposed to cut his hair if he became tummy from a dead body, or for an olive-sized portion from a dead body. But Rabbi Meir, this seems to be like our Mishnah, but Rabbi Huda was not learning the Mishnah this way. He, he, Rabbi Huda just learned al-kazayas menames, on an olive-sized portion from a dead body, but not on the dead body itself, because the olive-sized portion includes the dead body. So therefore, cause Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was upset at his students that they didn't block Sumchus from coming in. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you not to let Rabbi Meir's students into here? That they're critical. And even though Sumchus, and for sure Sumchus, the only reason why he's saying this was is that he's trying to harass me because he, he's meaning to say he, he wants to uh, he wants to upstage me. Uh, and he says the proof of it is for, I said that the Mishra says that you cut your hair if you come in contact with an olive-sized portion of a dead body so why does he add on if you came in contact with a dead body for sure if you cut your hair for an olive-sized portion of a dead body for sure you cut your hair also if you came in contact with an, a dead body itself and so clearly that the only reason why he's doing this is, is to harass me so now we come to the top of our dead bo- of our daf yomi. So comes along the Gemara says, "I'm a Rabbi Yosi." On the top of our daf yomi, Rabbi Yosi says, "Yomru Meir Shachav Yehuda Kas Yosi Shasak." So Rabbi Yosi said, "Should they say that once Meir has died, Yehuda became angry, and Yosi was silent?" Torah Matehelav, I'm silent. Then what what will be of the Torah? Meaning to say, who's going to explain it? And so therefore, Rabbi Yossi felt the need to, to stand up and to explain the Torah. Meaning to say, if Rabbi Yossi is going to remain silent, then he wouldn't, he wouldn't be responding to what Rabbi said, because we said, You're not allowed to respond to the, uh, to the 
to the lion after he's dead. And because maybe if Rabbi Meir was alive, he would have responded with an answer. And the Marasha said that Rabbi Yehuda was upset and therefore he made a mistake. Because we see from here that the Gemara Mesachim says, Whoever is upset, his wisdom will disappear from him. And so therefore that's the case. And, and so therefore he shouldn't, he, shouldn't, uh, he, he shouldn't have got upset. So says Rabbi Yossi, what's the reason? So what's the reason? Why why Rabbi Meir weren't the Mishnah like that? There's so there's sometimes a, a dead body. Rachman Let's say there would be such a child, uh, would be so skinny that when he dies, he doesn't have even an outsized portion on him. And so therefore, uh, and so therefore, since he doesn't, so since he doesn't even have an outsized portion, we might have thought he doesn't become tamei. So we're saying that he becomes tamei. And even so, going back to the point, they says Torah mate hey. What will the, who will explain the Torah? Even though the, the students, when they heard the difficulty of Rabbi Yehuda, this was not a reason to push aside Rabbi Meir because they're going to say Rabbi Meir, uh, that Rabbi Meir is dead. And if he was alive, he would have explained it. And so since Rabbi Yehuda was upset, he forgot the question. But the truth is like Rabbi Meir. That's what people were going to say. So therefore, Rabbi Yossi said, I have to stand up. But once, uh, that once the students, so the students would have explained Okay, Rabbi Yehuda didn't explain, but if, and that makes sense because he's upset, but Rabbi Yossi, he's sitting there quietly. If and he doesn't stand up and speak, then who's going to explain? And so therefore they said, the students will say that from the fact that Rabbi Yossi was quiet, then, then we're going to be able to learn halachas from this. We see from here that, that especially for a Torah scholar, his silence is often speaking volumes. And that's the phrase that Rabbi Yossi is saying. They're going to say, Yossi shasak. Yossi was quiet. Torah matahe o'el. When Yossi, Rabbi Yossi was quiet, what will we say about the Torah? Time to speak up if you represent Torah.